Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Comedy Store Dorkcast. I am your host, Luke Schwartz. And after last week's very sad episode, we have a, a good group here. And uh, thanks for coming back. Uh, to my left, we have Jesse, now Juicy Jetski Jeffrey Johnson. What just was ju- it? Just Juicy. It's, no, you were right. Which one? It, it's all of them. It's all of them. Yeah. Fresh off the road from Polly tour and going on the road soon again, I'm sure. I'm glad. Uh, and then uh, Cooper Lydon across from her. Hi, Cooper. Good to be back, ready to play some hardball. Good to be on the button-up shirt side, not the uniform side. Uh-huh. Glad to be oh, Damn. Here. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's, damn. We're all on the same side, nope. you know. <laughs> not right now. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, next to him, longtime door guy, longtime bartender, uh, paid regular for a little bit, now Lucas Hurl. Thanks for coming on the show, everybody, and Lucas. So good to be here. A quick observation off the bat. Yes. Uh, Luke's, you're wearing Mitzi's shirt. It's her birthday, right? Uh, it is. It's, today is her birthday? Yeah. Yes, I knew that. And you purposely wore her shirt I, in honor of her. I purposely wore that sh- this shirt, and I'm not just figuring this out. Uh, we have a bunch of tips that we get at the door, and you shout out the DoorCast, and we shout you out. So thank you for uh, you know giving us tips to split among us. This is, the, this is like OG Patreon is what we're doing. This is like barter system. We give you entertainment. We, we get sandwiches from it. Uh, thanks to Phil from Lakewood for 20 bucks. Phil. That's a pretty good one. Albert uh, from Dur- Durwald. Ugh. We love uh, you, Albert. 20 gross. bucks, thank you. What a gross town. <laughs> Adam and Elisa from Toronto gave us five bucks. Alex from Detroit for 10 bucks. Thank you, guys. Detroit's Adam okay. King from the UK, 10 pounds. Bucks. Uh, Cara and Kiki from LA, 20 bucks. This is this is this is a good week. Some high rollers. Yeah. Is this an average week? Juan Garza. No. <laughs> this is we've just started doing this. And Alex, shout out to Alex Young who made this sheet and put it out and like nice. kind of m- bullied people who don't know what the podcast is into giving ten bucks here and there. There. Wait. There are people that don't know what about this podcast. And then uh, someone named Cody said he wanted to make it funny, so he called it Chody, Chody from the Bay Area for five bucks. Yeah. Can we circle back? Yeah. There's, you're telling me there's people that don't know about this podcast? In the world? Or just coming through the in door? In the world. In the world? Like in general. Yeah. I yeah. guess I, I if, if I'm breaking that news to you, you are my biggest supporter and just out of your mind. I'm on here for exposure. Same. Yeah. I'm here to tell stories about the week. How was your guys' week? Listen, Jesse was on, you know, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee's podcast, but this is really where she's- Yeah, I canceled on them today to be here. Yeah. Yeah, well, I asked you first, and I'm your mentor anyway. So. What's the average YouTube view count on this bitch? At least a few dozen. Like nice. several, several dozen. A lot more than dozens. a baker's. Uh, I would say uh, more than a gross. It's more podcast listeners than Mitzi ever had. Lucas is getting I, nervous. Maybe. Uh, Equivocally. I don't know. You didn't Lucas, know how was your week? How, <laughs> how, how, how many shifts you worked this week? Uh, none. And I had family in town. Oh, that's right. You did come. You oh, you had a banger set with them in the audience, even though it was super late. That was yeah, cool to watch. Yeah. Um, Lucas, you've been working here how long? Since 2010. Twelve years. I started comedy here. In this building. Yes. Wow. The first time you did comedy was here. No, but like. Oh, okay. You know, the first few months. Oh. Because there there weren't spots in Iowa in 2009. And that's when you moved out. Yeah, shitting me. You didn't want to start the Iowa scene. No, there's a scene now. It's like six people, but <laughs> it's a strong six people. 
You could have been one of those guys that's like, we actually have a great comedy scene. I am one of those guys. I'm, I'm the seventh. Okay, cool. That's good to hear. Um, I, is it all of Iowa, or is it a specific city in Iowa? Des Moines, the capital yeah. city, yeah. Is that a college town? Yeah. yeah AJ went to college there. Faji? Yeah. That's Whoa. where he became a pharmacist. Yeah, we, 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 did a, I, we did a gig last October. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's the, the sixth person? No, no, he's not in yet. He's but the, he, he's getting in. I, he's I introduced him to some people. I they're, introduced him to the six others. They're having yeah. some issues accepting AJ. In the Des Moines scene. In Iowa? In Iowa. Yeah. No, they, they're pretty diverse, actually. Believe it or not. I don't. All yeah, I six don't. of them. <laughs> if, you give, if you give me the option, I don't believe Honestly, it. if you think about pretty diverse, though, in terms of six people, you only need like three people other than whites. Exactly. That's true. Oh. And that's By diverse, so I mean fun. one person, but. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's what I was picturing, but um, yeah, but you know, you bring you bring twelve years. Well, I, I was a lot guy for a year and a half, two years about, mm-hmm. and then I was a bartender. Lot guys, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I, it was my favorite job here. There's Go. no better job than the lot. Go on. You have no post to be at. You get to meet everybody. I used to get shit faced drunk when I was working it because the bartenders just liked me. So I'd ask for a diet coke, and Huck would always put Jack in it, even when I didn't ask him to. <laughs> Huck was a Thai guy because uh, Mitzi believed in hiring Thai bartenders. Yes, the Playboy Be- Club too. Because they uh, didn't, I don't know. For They're whatever. fast. I thought you put that on silent. I thought you did three other podcasts today and this is. <laughs> it's, it's my Aunt Mary's birthday today, actually. So. Oh, that reminds me of something really quick. <laughs> okay, let's. <laughs> Can I tell a quick story? Yeah. It's really quick. I opened my first set back from being on the road mm-hmm. and I felt like on fire, right? And I had to open the belly room mm-hmm. and, I, and I immediately started doing some crowd work to the people in the front row. And she looked at her phone and I was like, who is it? Should we answer it? She's like, no, it's my mom. And I was like, oh, let's answer it. She's like, she's in really bad health. <laughs> and that's like how the show started was talking about this lady's dying mom. You should have been like, answer it. I know. Answer it right I should have doubled down on it for sure. Laughter's the best medicine for her dying mother. I know. And might have saved her. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I didn't do that. That's irresponsible. That violates the Hippocratic Oath, I think, what you did. What do you mean? Like you caused harm. I know, and I'm trying not a to do the opposite. She's laughter is the best doctor. You heard him. I said it's the best medicine, but not all those medicine who MD. medicine are doctors. The same as not all those. Who I think medicine's the best medicine. Whoa. <laughs> Am I like? Is that controversial? Whoa. Is that a? It's one of these California science libs, <laughs> right? No, I'm a, I'm a science conservative. Damn it. Damn it. So what were we talking about? We're talking we were about talking jet ski about, set. We were talking about uh, in working the lot. Yeah, it's the best job here. Getting Thai, Thai bartenders. Dude. Mitzi would get Thai bartenders. I made Norm MacDonald laugh. That's the highlight of my life. That That's rules. Awesome, yeah. And I couldn't have done that if I wasn't drunk working the lot. The I'm lot working does. the lot tonight. Wow. That's that's ter- you. You don't think you could have made him laugh if you weren't no, drunk? No, I wouldn't have had lot. that access. <laughs> no. What would I had? What, what would I talk to him about? Uh, you know, being sober and working another room. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, okay. fuck that. No. Okay. No. I'm going to drink tonight. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying, right? Yeah. And I'm working a lot. There we go. Just ask for Diet Coke. <laughs> Perfect. See, and you <laughs> and didn't want to drink. And we wonder why, like, who's Peter's spy? And we're all, like, snitching on each other. <laughs> on <Yeah>. a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it was a different like... time. I, I was hired during the dark days. I can't I, imagine I how. I caught the tail end of those, but they were real. Yeah, I can't... Were... the lot's a lot harder now. Not that it wasn't back then, but it, it's it. I again like 
It also wasn't because there wasn't as much expensive hardware rolling around. True. There was a point where like five paid regulars all drove black Priuses when Priuses were a thing. And I think Bill Burr took the wrong car home. I think he took Yusef's car home or vice versa. You know, because you leave the keys in the car and they just drive it home. Yeah. So funny. (laughs) And like Neil Brennan had a black Prius. Yeah, nice. Um, Burr did. These are all the Tesla. Yusuf. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They graduated. Exactly. Burr's in a Jag now. Yeah. He's not a fucking Tesla. Yeah, he's not a Tesla guy. They all look like Teslas to me. Whoa. (laughs) Sorry. Can you cut that out? Yeah, it's okay. I, th- I think I had a bad joke that was louder than yours, like, oh, so it's it- it'll all come out in the wash. Did okay. you guys see Tony's parking job in the lot? Oh, Tony the producer. Crazy. Shout out to just kind of near the dumpster <laughs> before the line that used to be open but now has clearly has poured con- cement over it. Quincy's like was pretty wild, too. Wow, outside the lines? Yeah. I was like, these are... These are fighting parking spots, is what these are. Like fighting words, I was like, "This is crazy." He's yeah. going, are "My levels good in there?" <laughs> you <laughs> can anymore. hear you can hear us talking. All right. Some real, okay. At daytime, yeah. I came to talk shit and make sure my levels are good. <laughs> like, as a lot of people, because both you two are. Mm-hmm. Do you return the seats back to their original position when you're done with them? I don't move them, but I know Anthony Jesselnick was like, "Who's the girl?" That parks <laughs> no. a lot, and I was like, "We're like that's Jesse." He's like, "Yeah, she was, she's always moving my seat." <laughs> I cannot. I physically can't drive his car right. without moving it. Yeah. And then I, what happens is I will probably have to move the car again, so I just leave the seat there. And then sometimes, especially Justin, like, will beeline to the car and get out fast. Yeah. And then for me to be like, one second, please. <laughs> Yeah, right. Mm. Right. right. <laughs> it was like for 20 seconds while he stands there awkwardly. That's hilarious. At that point, you just throw in an apology real quick. Yeah, I apologize the whole time. Sorry. Yeah. I just never, the whole time, just. <laughs> so, I'm home. really sorry about that. I never move their seat, so I'll just be like tippy toes in like Eric Griffin's Jaguar. This car is like, so big. Hope I don't crash and just kind of <laughs> barely there. Same with Chris Spencer. They just have like big ass SUVs and they're tall as shit. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't know. We'll just. Yeah. Doc used to work the lot every day for like years and years, and he was he was not a tall man. No, he, I used to joke that he would bring a uh, phone book around with him so he could sit on it <laughs> and drive around. But like you must, you I mean, you're yeah, down there. It's like a Doc was there. like um, Esther, perfect fit. Sarah Michelle. Yeah, Singleton. Yeah, she her car is like Sarah Michelle. Singleton. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Parker. Wow, car you're is away perfect. for like three weeks. You're on the road with Polly for three weeks. You forget everybody's <laughs> names. Cut that part out too, please. <laughs> My levels are still okay. Yeah, some of the cars are like perfect, but then yeah, there's some tall guys, and I try to bring them back, but but you fuck up every time. I forget sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I move the mirrors too. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's pretty sick. Wow. I mean, I taught myself how to that drive. Fu- I, that's fucked up. I guess you need it. I'd rather be safe with their car and them have to move their mirrors than me just. Do you tell them you moved your, your, their mirrors? <laughs> Why don't you just move their mirrors back? Oh, I tried to, but I, I don't know exactly where they were. Yeah, I guess that's. Um, what Griffin don't know can't hurt them. One thing the I do. Is the car looks the same. And you're it's in the you're right saying spot. names on the podcast. You're snitching again. <laughs> you're doing it on mic. You think Eric Griffin's going to watch this podcast? I'm saying uh, he might have a fan who's yeah. crazy enough to tweet at him about this. He'd probably hear so it. So follow us at, at the Up Next Showcase. Every Wednesday, there's a free show in the belly room. Uh, <laughs> if you mention the Doorcast, you get in for free. <laughs> and any show. 
Fuck it. <laughs> Any show Probably. at all. <laughs> Probably. Just a two-drink minimum. I think, if there's room. I think if Eric Griffin heard about that, he would say, I like his gumption. Yeah, his car is sick, too, because it has a button. So if I move everything around, he can literally just hit a button, and it resets it back to his settings. Really? Right. Yeah. I've yeah. Whoa. Those. I have not explored that car enough. His is my favorite car. Even though it's the most for me to move up, it's like, I got to raise the seat. I got to lean it <laughs> forward. I got to push the whole thing up. Right. It's like right. the whole thing is big, but then you just hit the button and it resets. Mm-hmm. That rules. It's like I was never there. Yeah, that's good design. It's like a feather in and out. <laughs> How long have you been bartending, Lucas? About a decade. Minus a year with COVID. Yeah. About a decade. Yeah. But you do you do only back bar, right? Or do you no, do I've bar? done from, but I don't like the people. Well, I was going to say, I mean, it's like- I don't like the cigarettes. I hate like, because the way the smoke goes, it just goes in your face yeah. in that area. Do you, would you consider yourself a conversationalist? I mean, I can be, but I don't want to be. Right. Yeah. That's a lot of that job up there. Yeah. Merv absolutely demolishes it. Where like I is the only time I've ever seen drunk people not dominating a conversation because you just have Merv there just being like, "I was selling necklaces on Etsy" and like just <laughs> like going off, and then people are just like, because like they're pe- people love it too. Yeah. Like he just like puts on a show. He's, for it's him. very much he's a very much a Hollywood character. Yeah, like you come to the comedy store, you could see him at the front bar, and he's like. A festival. Oh, there's a few that, yeah, like the festival troll. They're cartoons. They're cartoons. I sat there for like five minutes trying to get a drink and just watching him just go off about like being somewhere in the desert on Molly. I have to go, hey, real quick. Yeah. I try and get in there. And if it's, and if it doesn't cut him off, then I kind of just go taken off. Yeah. Because he's talking to someone else. I don't know. But, he plays the best music too. He he uh, on the front patio. If you're ever working front patio, he plays the. He plays whatever soundtrack of the next festival he's going. He to. plays like <laughs> DJ sets and stuff, which mm-hmm. are like, I mean, curated for like to keep people kind of just like all yeah, right, gets people moving going. along and like get a beer and hang out. He's such a bartender. You're right. He curates playlists for when he works. Yeah. Yeah. Most other people are like, fuck it, put it on. Put it on whatever radio. Fuck yes. It. Josh is out there just blasting my chemical romance. Screamo, <laughs> screamo core, really like not bringing in the bucks. I just want to break you down so badly. All the songs. Is that a real song? That's a that, real song. Okay, because you could have made that up and I would have. No, that's it. a real song. And every time I hear it, I'm like, Sounds can't like believe this is it. a real song. And it's it's one of those things where it's like all the songs. I don't know what to feel about you. They're so angry, up. but they have <laughs> like know, no point. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. It's the same thing, yeah. They're so angry, they have no point to any of them. It's like yeah. all the anger of Rage Against the Machine with like none of the ideas. Sick. Damn, you are talking some shit today. <laughs> I, I said it's hardball. I came in here to go hard, make sure my levels are good. I didn't come in here to walk out a loser. I came to win this. This is my third podcast of the day. I didn't know we were playing for wins. Yeah, man. I came ready. I practiced like for this. Playing for win. Cooper uh, definitely is. Yeah. So did you you worked a bunch this week, Cooper? How was the week? Or no? I don't know if I did. I don't know. I feel like I worked a normal amount. How, do you have any Polly Road stories, uh, Jetski? Yeah, get off of me real quick. Jeffrey? I, hey, I told you to write stuff down. Um, I think the biggest takeaway was that um, Frank and I kind of got the, the old Polly. 
Oh, he like he didn't get laid once on the road, and we were expecting all these like babes to come back to his room. And... Dude, you can't say that on the podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, don't. No, he told me that. He oh. said he thought I was oh, so this it's... like woke California comic, and he didn't want me to cancel him. And it's the first tour in thirty years he didn't get laid. That's so like, I don't know if I'm I kind of be don't believe this. Does he take? Has he taken any other women on tour? Mm-mm. Okay, so well, that's the first <laughs> yeah. issue, I think. He doesn't maybe. know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't know how to behave around uh, a woman. Dude, you can't have sex around women. It's not a... <laughs> it doesn't cancel me. Except, <laughs> what about those sex. women that you have sex with? <laughs> maybe he did. Maybe he did, and we just didn't know it. But every show, Frank and I would be in the back watching him, and we'd see some lady and be like, oh, yeah, Polly's going to get laid tonight. And we were all excited to see it. Like, it was part of the being on tour with Polly Shore. Right. But, nah. There's so many <laughs> women out there that are just like, he don't look like he used to, but neither do I. You know what I mean? And People so are crazy for him. We had to leave places. I, I forget, like, how famous he is, but, like, we'd go into a coffee shop and he also, he'd get swarmed. From the we'd videos, it looks like he's kind of starting stuff. He walks in a little as the weasel. Yeah, he'll go, like, he'll be like, we might have to leave this place. I'm not sure. Like, we should be low-key, and then he'll walk in. <laughs> like, like, yeah. But I think that's just he has a big yeah. presence. But uh, He but, doesn't know how else to be. He's, from the com- He's literally from the comedy store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was awesome, and it was cool with Frank, like uh, Frank Castillo. Um, we shared a room the whole time, and that was like— I didn't know how that would go, but that was fine, and it was fun, and we'd go back to the room and kind of just gossip about the day, and uh, <laughs> like we were in a sleepover. I love gossip. <laughs> yeah, sleepover, so like, yeah, on tour. Yeah, on tour, and, and mm-hmm. uh, just go over our, our set a lot. Like, Frank was really big about, like, punching things up and tagging shit, and we worked on each other's stuff, and it, I don't know, I felt like I got... I felt like I got really good towards the end, and then I had that opening set in the belly room. But, yeah. And I got really humbled when I got back, which is good. And, yeah, that's something I like yeah. about this place. I'm, like, taking out the trash. I'm a nobody again. And, yeah. yeah. I was hoping you'd be humbled when you came back. Yeah. I was like, well, oh, yeah. I was going insane. <laughs> I was like, this is out of hand. This is out of line. I don't like being around it. I mean, I, I had this argument with Josh, though, because I always find when you get back from the road that, like, the comedy store – seems a bit easier and he's like no every set i ever have coming back from Polly, i eat it which he probably does but it is like i you, you're right you get so he many reps too, in he gets com- i'm sure he gets comfortable on the road there's different types yeah but the great thing about Polly too and i don't know if you got to experience this is that he lets you do a lot of time yeah 25 minutes yeah which that was a lot yeah yeah you both do 25 or frank does more we we would start it with like some shows if we had a second we Frank and I would each do twenty we always did the same amount of time mm. but then oh. towards the end or especially if we only had one show twenty five you know and yeah. he was never like any notes about the the time you know mm-hmm. if we went a little bit over or a little bit under you know he he would never and he watches you too and he watches and oh, he wow. gave me like a ton of notes which was cool like I I like that like uh, you know. And there was one show like right before I went up, and he's like, "Try this and do that," and and I I thought it was cool, and I I did it, and it hit, and it was mm-hmm. kind of fun to just okay. do that. Okay, he knows everyone at the store, all the door guys who are do, who's doing well, who isn't. He that guy is so in tune 
People don't know how smart he is. It's very weird. Yeah. One time I just walked by him in the OR and he's like, dude, what's your, he was like, dude, your set the other day was funny. And I was like, where did you see me? He's like, at the door guy's show. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's also very funny. After I opened for him, when I, after this I got This has been packed, by the way. Every Wednesday at 1030 in the belly room has been packed and really good shows. So yeah. come on down. People are coming out now. But I remember after I got off stage, I told this joke about being pansexual, and then Polly like passed me backstage, and he goes, "I'm pan, bro," <laughs> and I was like, "It's cool that you watched. Thank you." He's <laughs> he's reaching out. He's, he's like, putting his little weasel feelers out there. Like, he's Cooper's crossing, on the road next. He's crossing the crossing the aisle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Making connections with the pan community. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> I want to come out right now. Polly Shore is an ally of the pansexual community. I don't know about any of the other letters. Yeah. As far as I know, he's crushing it with me. Okay. So Polly is pan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Polly Shore is pansexual. I believe Pan, it. yeah. So is Polly. He fucks pan? Polly's what is pansexual? Pan. It's just like bi. Okay. It's, it's <laughs> okay. Really not a, yeah, it's not okay, a I know that one. Funny but yeah, Polly Shore, Bill Burr, Sarah Silverman, um, Earthquake, they're all pansexual. Whoa. You, this is what you find out in the lot. You're in the I didn't lot. find any of this out in the lot. He's talk to dropping dimes on people. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes you, so they ignore you in the Sarah lot. Sarah Silverman hasn't been here in forever. <laughs> when did yeah, you... that was a cool name pull. Out of, Stop that, lying. That was a cool, like, just out of the back, like, kind of celebrity up there with Earthquake, I'd say. Well, I was talking to her in New York about it, just me and her at Caroline's, you know, mm. gabbing. Damn. That's a lie. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> did you tell? <laughs> At home, could you tell? <laughs> Are your levels okay? Are they? He's thumbs down. Well, that's <laughs> your issue then. Literally doesn't know how to park, and now he's telling you your levels are thumbs off. Down I'm to worried who? about everything now. <sighs> I feel like he's really kind of has an attitude. Now. <laughs> I feel like he's going to eventually get too powerful. That's why but- I try to keep him kind of like. And is he? He's do. He does good, and he better. He he's starting to get that fucking Jamie ego. He's gonna have a mic on the next episode. I remember when. (laughs) No, not happening. You hear me? He wants it it bad, dude. I remember when fucking Jamie was here, Joe's computer boy, and he tried to walk into the lot, and I was like, "Oh, hey man, you can't go in the lot." And everyone was like, "Oh, that's Jamie," and I was like. Jamie and they were like Joe's producer and then they were like oh he's new and then Jamie goes yeah I figured and I'm like I gotta know the fucking tech guys now oh I was like God. you're not a fucking comic you're you you work on a computer I wait, was like who gives Joe's, wait Joe's guy who's Joe, Joe? Rogan's oh. podcast producer Joe Rogan man. he's a really big podcast because yeah. he has, speaking of someone who hasn't been here in a while he has but been like in a while. so I did, I thought yeah, I he's also pansexual it was when he came oh Jamie nice. was with him it's so weird he's like oh figures and I was like dude you're not even on camera. They don't even give you a camera. What are you talking about? And I kicked his fucking ass. Whoa. Whoa. Nice. Yeah. And then we fucked because he's pansexual. Damn, your stories in the lot are so different than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I get in a lot of fights. I'm like really abrasive. I, I you know, not with comics. Though, Ryan does honest. like to go out and watch Cooper have a meltdown. Yeah. Ryan, the manager, will oh, just yeah, kind of walk out <laughs> and like Cooper will be like, God damn. Yeah. Shit. In the yeah. background, like. What the hell? I take it. It's yeah, Cooper in the background like of the lot. And Ryan just kind of goes out there and puts his hands behind his back and goes. <laughs> well, uh, my problem is, is when I get enraged, I know it's like the only way I can actually be funny is to be very angry. So, so people 
uh, I notice people laughing <laughs> and I like it. So I just I just feed into that rage, and then I just talk about how I like want to murder Ti's family. But that was before he tipped me five hundred dollars. So and liked your stand up. We're on a good page now. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that was on this podcast. Yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it, and I'll say it again. <laughs> All right, I'll stop bringing up the things. <laughs> I'll lay back for a little bit. Um, I asked people to write down stories from the week. Um, I haven't seen uh, Big Bad Brad this week, but he might have been around. Big Bad, he's you know, yeah. And uh, Mike Z, I don't know. Um, you any more road stories? Any more working here stories? I have one story. Great. Anybody else? <laughs> I'm trying to move this podcast. If you want to insert an ad, you can really do that right now. Um, oh, dude, Lucas, gonna, did you write something down from the past twelve years that you want, like, like from the past twelve years, like an iconic story that you tell um, all the time that you would like to tell on a? I just had a list of comedians that don't comedy. tip, but I was, I was gonna, <laughs> you'd go in the Cooper. It's route, a long list. Burn shit down. Is this a three hour podcast? No, it's okay. again all not right. a three hour podcast, right. like a fifty something minute right. podcast. Now that Rogan's gone, though, does anyone tip a hundred bucks in the lot? Sebastian yeah. did the other day. Whitney Whoa. will sometimes. Crash sure did. Um, that's nice. Yeah, not me. This... Um, yeah, I told I told the lot group in our texts. I was like, "Hey, stick around for for Bert because uh, he took me a hundred. And then Cooper wrote, "God damn it!" Because <laughs> I guess he gave you twenty or something. No, he didn't give me anything. I don't think I th- I offended. Him, I <laughs> but I was trying to like look out for them. But I ended yeah. up just being me bragging. I opened his show and I called him Brent Chrysler as a joke because that's like a big bit on all his podcasts, and his fans really liked it. But I think he did not like it because oh. he doesn't know me at all, and I think I kind of pissed him off. Ah, burn that bridge. He, he was probably <laughs> drunk. He burnt that bridge. Yeah, burn that one live, <laughs> burnt. live and in person to his face. Damn. So I don't get those hundos from, from B-Man. That would be crazy, though, if he was really that upset. I don't think he's that upset. No, I don't think he's that. I think upset. he was probably bothered, understandably. No. To an extent. Just a little miffed. Just a little, yeah, it was a little, little miff. Mm-hmm. Leslie tips good. Leslie Jones, George Perez just got his name on the wall. Consistently tips about forty bucks. If the night goes on and he has more fun, probably going to tip you again. <laughs> Who George Perez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a he solid does. Guarantee that. I he's always say there. like, uh, "Are you sure? Like you already tipped me?" And he's like, "I got to take care of you guys." Yeah, <laughs> and he just he's like yeah. insane. Someone was like, "Oh, you got to love when George Perez is in. You, you love working the front bar." Make a, oh, I a party and you make a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. You love working the back, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he hits all the bars. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he makes his rounds. He's a good guy. There's a, there's a, uh, fuck it. I'll tell the story and yeah. say his name. Great. Uh, I call it the Mike Young move. Okay. Couple people have done this. I won't, I won't call out them yet, but if they keep doing it, I will. Where they go up to the bar like a hot shot, order a drink, you know. It's always something fancy. The back bar, even? It's, yeah. Usually back. Yeah. Right. You, you can pull this move off at the front, though. And, you know, it's always something high-end. These people always want something special. And you get it. And the key part is you're pouring it is not to break eye contact with them. Because what they'll do is they'll get their wallet out. I don't have it on me right now. And then they'll kind of slowly open it up. Mm-hmm. But they're waiting for you to break contact just for a second because the second you do, they're going to put it back in their pants and think you already tipped them. But if you don't blink, they have they to tip you. Right. I remember you saying that 
he did this and he took it slowly. <laughs> yes. And without breaking eye contact. Yes. And then you had, yeah, you have. It's a long process. And, yes. Yeah. Not until and, it's in the fucking right. bucket. And then you finish pouring and he puts it in. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But you have to. You have to. Do they get free drinks, paid regulars? Sometimes. Not really. I mean, yeah. If They if, definitely get a discount drink. Right. Yeah. Right. I'll be honest, when I would drink at the comedy store when I first started, I would tip the bartenders, and then I, I did fall off. Now I'm working back to it. It's a long road. Whenever I'm not working, <laughs> just being honest. Uh, I, I try to tip. Yeah. Oh, I just meant in general. Yeah, but I don't, you know. Well, I mean, clock, you got to work, you know, all night back there, so I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that I in the lot cover. tonight. Do what? <laughs> Never break eye contact. No. <laughs> <laughs> they get into their car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're just driving away. <laughs> no one's pulling out their wallet, though. That's so funny. Now, when Sebastian gave 100 bucks, did he say anything when he gave it to you? He just said, uh, who's in charge here? Uh, That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's, he's very funny. One time he pulled his car in just straight and he didn't turn it around because he likes to park his own car and I was like do you want me to turn your car around for you and then he looks at the car he looks back and he goes it's not necessary <laughs> That's and just walked it he's like very you know <laughs> man I felt like an asshole right before I left uh, my last shift before I left for a tour and he pulled in and the, it was when the lot was still under construction and there was no spots left and he pulled in and I told him hey I know you don't like moving your car uh, but I'm going to have to move it if you want to park it here. Otherwise, you can park it on the ramp. Mm-hmm. And the only spot was like the last spot on the ramp. Mm. And I like felt I didn't want to make Sebastian walk on the ramp. But he was like, I'd rather move my car. It's all good. So he goes up to the ramp. And as soon as he gets up there, Dean Del Rey <laughs> parks right in that last spot. So he has like this little room by the trash cans, like all the way up, all the way up by the gate. And his car is kind of crooked. <laughs> like... <laughs> And I just like, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, he used to drive drive a Vespa a couple times. Really? Yeah, the like the yeah. little motorcycle. Yeah, thing? like the Italian bikes. That's Whoa. funny. I but, bet he looked great on that with a scarf. I, he probably did. He probably he, looked great. He, on he looked that. European he's just, as fuck. He's got yeah, he's got the jaw and the thing mm-hmm. and the Roman nose for sure. Yeah, it's just not something you associate with him knowing him. Well, because he's very like American Italian, but I think mm-hmm. he's maybe going full tilt, just full Italian. That is the move. Everybody thinks he's Northeastern when they find out he's from the Midwest. They're like Sebastian. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, that's yeah, that's a Midwest. City. Yeah, I understand it's Midwest, but it's a city with like scarvey <laughs> and everybody come on um <laughs> you're making me do this they got a way of talking yeah that's like a lot of polish know. every call is yeah a lot of polish every <laughs> every college friend i had was joe marisi joe marisi went to the same school the same time as i he was a couple years older than yeah. me but he was there at the same time yeah and every friend i had was polish and from chicago and with the same fucking accent <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Joe Marisi apparently has like a huge cock? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Like legendarily, yeah. Yeah, you've heard uh, Hormos. Joe eats. Just, yeah. Hormos was just telling me the story that like I guess he. Oh yeah. He fucked this That's one sick, lady. Joe. <laughs> he fucked this one lady, and then she told her friend, she was like, "Yeah, I've like 
fucked a lot of guys and they like fucked on the first date and she was like yeah like joe has the biggest cock i've ever seen and then hormos found out about it so he went up and he's like dude i heard you have a huge dick and he's like what and he's like you went on a date with that girl she said he had a huge dick and he was like like the biggest dick she's ever seen and he was like wow it's probably not he was like i mean she fucked you on the first date so like she probably fucks decent amount like she's seen a lot of dicks and she said you're the biggest that she's ever seen and then he and then the way hormos said it was that joe was like joe was like why do you want to talk about this and hormos goes because it's funny to talk about because it's awesome to talk about which is so funny that he just has this huge ass cock and he's walking around like i don't want to talk about it yeah, that or that does sound like a classic hormos bit. It's a classic hormos story. Where he made that all up. Well, Luke agreed that he has a big cock, so you're I, aware of this. That this is the That's true. This is the the scuttlebutt. It feels good in your hand? It should. Oh, I thought you made love with him. Okay. My bad. No, I'm You were just not, so sure of it. I'm not pan, unfortunately. He's gay. I'm just gay. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gay. His wife knows it too, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Richie walk around and goes, hey, Cooper, gay, right? It's like, it's just very simple. He said like, that to you? Yeah. That's gay. What he does, it is gay. That's <laughs> woke, like Richie. The def, like the definition of He's just like, hey, is with a. Was this like apropos of nothing or like? Uh, some mention. Me- Mentioned whoever. I mean, he also talks about everybody and calls them gay. Oh, of course. Gay or like, you know, worse. Or the, I, th- I, <laughs> I like that to most people in the world. I am just gay. Yeah. It's very funny. The a definition I, of yeah. thing. I have a girlfriend now, but to many people, still gay. Just yeah. a gay guy with a girlfriend. Which yeah. is Which sick. Is, had, had, there, there's been that before. I think that's a cool thing to be. I'm like Elton Actually. John, but out. <laughs> it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> Yeah. That's true. Sorry, I just like to say things that don't actually Should I be out. gay to get a girlfriend? Yes. You should. Uh, really flame it up? I mean, there should be like a queer eye that could be applied to a straight guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and really just spruce up. Dude, that show's off the air. I think I don't think it can be done. Are you kidding? It's, it's not at all off the air. <laughs> They've done a gritty reboot. But where could I find gay guys in West Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, you're sitting right next to you, pal. I don't go out in West Hollywood, though. I go out in East Hollywood. Oh, he really is gay. Do you have a, yeah, yeah. Do you have a queer Bruce eye? Bruce goes out in West Hollywood. I have a Bruce eye. will go out and party <laughs> yeah. in West Hollywood. He just goes, it's fun. Yeah, that's why <laughs> Bruce is my kind of gay guy. Yeah, exactly. I think that's true. Bruce is my favorite. By the way, he's my favorite door guy. He is the comedy store John Wow. Daly. Wow. I don't know. The golfer John Daly? Yeah. Why do you think he's John Daly, though? Because John Daly was just a fat fuck. <laughs> the big party, yeah, good time guy. Yeah, never took anything seriously. He ate Country chocolate guy. ice cream out of his U.S. Open trophy. I don't think Bruce goes that hard though. Yeah, but but he always wears a hat too. Well, sure, that is which for some. <laughs> yeah, it's a big part of. He, he's a fat blonde guy. John Daly only drinks diet coke, and when they asked him why he doesn't drink water, he said it's because I don't like the taste of it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, his college coach told him to lose forty pounds, so like he took up smoking more. The college oh, coach like told a him to yeah. start smoking. Not only did he start, the college coach at that time said, start smoking, you'll lose weight. He smokes about two packs a day. Mm-hmm. 18 holes, he smoked an entire Shout pack. out to Country Club Adjacent, who's been hanging out with him recently. F- funny podcast about oh, golf. Oh, Mark the, Smalls? Mark Smalls and Jake and uh, Aristotle and... Oh, Aristotle Pippet. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That rules. 
Yeah, they and they've been hanging out with him. They like do everything big golf stuff. They're huge. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but Bruce is Bruce is a lot of fun. I'm sorry I missed your birthday yesterday. I was there. <coughs> I was there. Cooper was, it was there. Good. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was fun. There was a uh, this one guy who we all know oh, that's no. like a cokehead. This like, is the one guy who definitely will be listening to this. He's like a rich kid. He doesn't listen. Oh my to god! This. But he's like a cokehead and a rich kid, and like he showed up and was not invited, and it was, it was very funny how mad Bruce was about it. Bruce was like, "This he was like, it's ruining my party." Yeah, he's like, this could not yeah. be any less of an open invite. This is bullshit. And also, That's so fu- it's so funny that he's still like so middle school about it. Like it com- comedians are funny. such middle school. The party was at a bar, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's a, a public establishment <laughs> that anyone can go to. Very funny to throw a tantrum on your birthday, Bruce. <laughs> Wasn't much of a tantrum, but there was a se- there was a seething in him. Yeah. That, that I really enjoyed. But I told him that's how you know it's a party. Did yeah. you say it when like people... that? It's like that's how you know it's a party. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> people are showing up. Wow, the weasel's really rubbing off. On you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I don't. Oh no! Don't touch me. Like yeah, the guy that, that. showed up is like he's, he's. Yeah, I don't. I don't like when he touched. <laughs> you don't like getting tickled on the podcast? Uh no. I well I no. Make you laugh. First answer no, but also yeah. Some, some people. I like it. I don't like getting touched, but now now that I've picked up some polyisms, yeah, I, uh, a touchy guy. I feel more powerful. What's the matter? Just a baby. <laughs> You're a baby. <laughs> Does he call you a baby? Yeah. Great. Does he have He'll a nickname? Call you a baby too. <laughs> Does he have yeah, a nickname for you? Well, sometimes he just says my name weird. Okay, like, like you said. Geeky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Your name's already kind of a nickname, so I, you just play with that. That's true. She's a babe, right? Like that that's half of being on the road with Polly. Yeah, you learn his language like because <laughs> like at first he would text me and I'd be like I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> like I I need a translator. Mm-hmm. But now I it'll it'll literally look like somebody sat on his phone. Mm-hmm. Just gibberish, but I'll know exactly. Like someone just hit autocorrect, autocomplete <laughs> yeah. everything and made a sentence. And I'll be like, Polly. oh, I hope you're having a good day too. <laughs> when I was in the green room with Polly, we were just on our phones and then he randomly just said Chinese. Yeah, he does that a lot. He didn't talk for like 10 more minutes and then he just randomly brought up the tragic death of his sister. <laughs> yeah. like, Isn't that crazy? And in my head, I'm like, dog, I got nothing on this one. Like, I really, I have no response. <laughs> Uh, yes, the the response is yes. It is crazy. I mean, yeah. Uh, no, nah, fuck that. I don't do that. This fucking don't drop that on me. You Did want? you go? I'm 23. Well, yeah. And then later, Jesse was like, "He said you were quiet." And I'm like, "What do you want me to say to Chinese and death of a sister?" I was like, "Come on, I'll talk. I can talk. I don't have a response to that." I'm surprised. I'm gonna start throwing morbid topics at you to prepare you for mm-hmm. when you go on the road. Is Polly's a morbid guy? No, he's not. He wasn't morbid at least when I was with them but he does miss his family a lot mm. of course and he his does. parents and it was cool we went on one of our off days he took us to see the elvis movie which was really cool because i didn't know that his dad had performed with open, elvis open for elvis for years for years and there's a shot in the movie where they go to where he's playing in vegas and they have the huge marquee it says elvis and there's names right under Mm. Sammy, Sammy Shore, Sammy Shore, right, cool. right on the marquee, mm-hmm. and so that was kind of a cool moment. Rudy DeLuca was here again the other day. That was pretty cool. He uh, started the story with Sammy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, 
or his family was here. See him a comic and, as well? Yeah. Rudy? Okay. Yeah. He also opened for big music acts. Mm. Huge. So, like, that level. But um, that's cool. That's a fun road story, Polly. Yeah, he treated us really good. Bobby, I talked to Bobby a little bit about it, um, and he was n- surprised because <laughs> Polly took us to, like, all these really it's, nice dinners. Yeah, yeah. And, it like, seems like Polly has changed a little bit. Yeah, he got he got us massages one day. Oh, he got... Like, he really treated us well. And, uh, yeah, Bobby was like, <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's famous stories about how people used to, like, rip off merch from him. Really? Or, like, keep the money from the merch thing because he didn't pay them any. Or, like. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how well the main room um, has taught. Like, it really is, like, a school here. Because working that main room line, of ticket line, is just, like, the selling merch, the meet and greet. Like, you, you're with, you just saw all these people on stage. Mm-hmm. Now you're back there. You want to be the same kind of vibe off stage as you are on stage. Uh, yeah. You, you got to keep, you know, keep it kind of fun. Like, mm-hmm. while they're just standing around, it, it just reminded me a lot of work in the main room mm-hmm. in that lobby. So it was good practice. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Applicable lessons from the job. I mean, <laughs> what do you want from this podcast? That's what we're talking. <laughs> right? That's like what I wanted out of this. Yeah. Somebody stuff. did get kicked out during Marin's set, though, my first day when I got back. Mm-hmm. Um, they They were like standing up in the front row. They just blacked out. It was like that switch hit. And they started calling Marin misogynistic pig, and they stood up. We got Anthony in there right away. And he so it was a dude? Two ladies. Oh. They had left almost immediately when he got on stage and then came back, sat down, started talking. I don't know if he addressed them. I think he might have addressed them. And then they were just like, you're a misogynist. And he was telling like a pro-abortion joke at the time, which is also yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Um, which is a great joke. It is a great. Joke. It's like, yeah, I really like that joke. There was this yeah, angel factories. Yeah, yeah. There was one lady that got really mad at Harlan. She came out. And she's like, "Who's yes?" That I heard about stage? this. Yeah, we talked about this she the other like, week. Yeah, yeah so it was a it. tracheotomy bit, and she was like, "My dad died of tracheotomy. You can't joke about that." No, she said he has throat cancer right now, and it's like he's not even dead yet. And you're out. I thought him. he died of the tracheotomy. You're on the, you're on the back patio crying right now, just because he mentioned something. Yikes! I mean, Har- if Harlan can make it, exactly. That was that That's was the scary. takeaway for sure. It's like you were not meant for this show anyway. No. It's okay. We love you. Go home. Drink some water. Great. I'll, I'll live and let live, and we'll see us. Whatever. The fun thing with Paulie, though, too, I've told him this. He is. I think one of the few comedians that is legit heckle proof. Yeah. I don't know how you like Brody was like that. Brody was like that for sure. In the sense that he can just roll it out. Yeah, he'll go with anything. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets like rock star crowds. Mm. Yeah, because people, yeah, I didn't think about that while I was watching him, but people would like yell stuff, um, but he would just, it just felt so natural the way he would address it and then they would stop like he would in a fun way diffuse it and just move on doing the tertiary markets for so long i don't know what that means dude that's (laughs) what he calls it am i out i don't think he calls it that bro he's been calling that in the stand-up for like oh has he oh my god i don't watch i believe you but i don't get that a lot of his stand-up is just shitting on himself it's very funny (laughs) yeah he's like i look so fucking old now right (laughs) yeah man you look tertiary markets bit where he calls he says like i go to towns that are like they just got a panera bread yeah like yeah yeah i remember when iowa got his first starbucks yeah 
Like I was old enough to remember that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that long ago. A b- big, big deal. It was a big deal, and now we have, I think, like sixty Starbucks. Wow. Starbucks's. Starbucks's. Starbucks I. Starbucksum. So yeah, I really. This is kind of related, but my favorite thing about working here is kind of going off with talking about Polly. Mm-hmm. You see how everybody works. You ever notice that, like, who's late for their sets? Mm-hmm. Burr is always early if he can. If he's on a show, same with Sebastian. Sebastian, even before he got huge, and even to and even after he's gotten huge, when you when you work in the OR, you take the time and you write down the time. Uh, paid regular is supposed to do fifteen minutes. He has uh, never done less than fourteen thirty or more than fifteen thirty. Wow! He's within the minute every time, <laughs> and that includes the intro and the dismount. It is he is a machine. I don't know how he just does comedian like that. No, he unbelievable. He, he's laser focused. I was yeah. sitting next to him in the bucket seats a couple Wednesdays ago, right before his set, and he was he, his line of vision was not. Outside of blinders in front of yeah, shit. Wow, his intros are the best. Yeah, I don't know if you've talked about that before, but like the other day, brought up Mark Marin. He was like, "Uh, "This next guy, we're not friends," (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and he was like, "We don't dislike each other. You know, known each other for thirty years, see each other in the hall, say hello, talk for five minutes. It's you know polite. Yeah, uh, but you know we don't hang out or anything like that." And he's like. But he's very funny. He's very successful. One of the most. And then, like, gave him, like, this very praiseworthy, like, genuine, like, he's so successful. Best podcast Bunch ever. of special. Wonderful yeah. joke writer. Very. So many special. And then brought him out. He did the same thing with Tom Papa the other day. He's bringing up Tom Papa, and he goes, this next guy, uh, I don't know him from anything. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen him in nothing. Nothing. But... But I've but then he said he's like but I've known him for you know twenty years. And he goes and he's got on this tan boot. I think it's Varvados. You gotta see it. <laughs> Shit, about I, his boot got out of there. I would think him and Tom, Tom Papa should be best friends. They're very similar. One makes bread, the others. Yeah, I mean they the, both open for Seinfeld, right? Exactly. They're both like Seinfeld oh, wow. guys. They're both well, Seinfeld friends. Sebastian is newly a Seinfeld guy, and Tom Papa started as a Seinfeld okay. guy. Um, different gens of Seinfeld di- Yeah, guys. different Seinfeld classes. Yeah. For mm. sure. Do you have time to go over like any um, advice for hosting Potluck? Because I feel like I might do that at some point. And I'm kind of like extremely nervous. And you guys have all done it. Yeah, Cooper just did it and did it quite well. Someone said he's got that dog in him. <laughs> I wasn't here for it. I think you should just like absolutely lose your shit and... <laughs> Like, do what you do. Be fine with being, but in your own way. Okay. Then, like, oh no, not on stage. Yeah, like you're if, you're panicking kind of at at a couple points, but you just keep it. Yeah. Just keep the list in your head and make it a good show. Make it a show that you would want to see in the order you would want to see it. And you gotta, you know, adjust. You gotta be fine to be. Jessica a little Wellington mean. hosting. Did you today. did you hear what I said after your set when you went up on potluck? Um. Yes, that Jack wouldn't like. Did you it. think it was funny? Yes. I'll t- okay, I'll explain what I said. So Luke went up and had a very heartfelt, like genuine set talking about Jack Knight, and it was a it was a very sad, but like sort of a good moment for the mic because it kind of brought into context yeah. what all of this means. I I, I got you know I got through it okay. It was like really fresh. And, yeah. And uh, I. Yeah, I I I made it through some stuff, and then I kind of yeah, and, and yeah. 
and you don't know this, but while you're on stage, I was whispering to Hormoz. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be really mean about it. I no, when look, it's off stage. I assumed you would. I, I assumed was, any host would. I was but gonna, especially you. Before you teared up a little, I was gonna go up and say, "Give it up for that bummer fest of a set." Yeah. Um, but then he started tearing up, and I look back at Hormoz, and then Hormoz goes, "Tone it down." <laughs> he goes, "Don't, not full, not full bore." And then I went up, and I was like, "You know, if it makes you guys feel any better, Jack would have really liked how hard Luke just bombed yeah. talking about him dying." Right? That's great. Like, yeah. It's like you know, he's probably like, "Look at that white dude just crying, looking all gay." But that's the point. That's what you do is you make, yes. you know, you gotta, you have to make fun, and sometimes it's of people, but in general, it's just making fun. Also, I just scream the entire time because yeah, you don't you have scream. I don't have like good jokes, so I just yell, and yeah. people are like, "Oh, you know," and then it wakes them if up. If you can make a couple friends, I uh, in the audience and be like. We're still here. Hey, you over there. We're good. We're oh, good. I like that. And then every like 30 minutes or so, you uh, reset the room and say, hey, welcome new people. This is potluck. What that means is, and do like a minute there and that kind of resets. Everybody good? I like to tell people to breathe, but that's, you know, that if you do that, you're hacking me. But um, I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, great. That's good. <laughs> Kaylee what? told me, talk to me during the show. It'll be fun. And then I would refer to her and just got fucking dick. <laughs> oh my god, Cooper! Hardball. Yeah, <laughs> and she's funny. Uh, I didn't get yes, it. Yes. Yeah. Like, but also, I was, be, I was the chops need to be chopped up a little. Let's go. What's your advice for hosting? Uh, do you still get bothered a lot by people wanting to get up? Somewhat, and it's it's very easy to say no and be like, mm. I don't know if I have time. And you write everyone's name down. And you just go, I don't know if I have time. And those people, you're either telling the truth to or not. Yeah. And that. Some people you can go like, hey, I can't get you up this week. I'm sorry. And they, they like that better than being in limbo. Yeah, I would yeah. say offstage that always works is act busier than you are. Yeah. Like, You're never not going to be busy, though. Every three minutes I know. you That's, be up there. So we ha- we get all the door guys up, and then Jen has some people that we're, we get up, and then there's a few spots open mm-hmm. that, yeah. Yeah, that maybe. the host is Try and do your choose. own people after that. At the end. Yeah, because okay. I kind of made the mistake, and then I didn't get somebody up, and then they got real butthurt. But... You know. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but it's just gonna happen. Uh, Someone's gonna get mad. I know it. I hate uh, making the one people name mad. You want. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> I the, hate it. Angelo Bowers, who everybody loved, the only time I ever saw him get chewed out was when he didn't get somebody up at Potluck, and like it was just so weird seeing one of the nicest wow. comedians I ever Jeff met, Boo. Mark Hatchell. If you know, you even know who that was. Uh, I, he was friends and family for Mark Haskell. Hatchell. I thought is the name on the wall. But. No, exactly. No, it's these people who have been friends and family forever. And they're yeah. Like, it's like you're fighting for three minutes. Grow up. Yeah. Forty three. What are we doing right now? Damn, you're dishing it. I will say too. Pu- I, I, you know, it's not yes. even mean. But, but I get it it's because not, it, because we not. get so many spots here. It's like. If they're fighting that hard for three minutes, like it does mean so much to them. It means they've failed. <laughs> so we should give them something, or maybe not. Maybe we right. give like, the opportunity. You to either get it or you don't, and if you don't get it, then you you should be used to that by now, and maybe work on yourself so you get every spot that you can. And yeah. go to the improv. All these guys, or like <laughs> yeah, or like because like if you think you're so, why aren't you touring like Sebastian is. That's what because I don't get. we, if you don't get mad, yeah. all these guys that don't get the three minutes and get so mad, it's like, don't you get disappointed in your life all the time? <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> That's a really so, yeah, point. The life is really is, hard. Is rejection new to you? Like <laughs> this is just one of many, dog. Like that's a really good. Take. Come on. W- what is your favorite night here? Is it potluck? Luke's a big potluck. Um, yeah. 
Pollock if I'm not working. Yeah. Um, favorite night here. You know. The shooting night? Uh, they've shot so many things here. I don't know what you're talking about. But, <laughs> I think uh, you made a real good. Yeah, no, I know. The... Um, I, Wednesdays used to be my favorite, and then it got to, and then it got like that, eh, and now they are my favorite again because the show is really good. But Wednesdays are really popping in the middle of the week, and uh, and I like because you know Bert's doing those shows up in there, yeah, and they're all sold out. So, but like, it's been fun. Wednesdays are good. Weekends are for tourists. Weekends are good and fine or whatever, but they're often not. The best nights. Yeah, the best nights as far as like lineup wise, Tuesday through Thursday. Yeah, there is the... a crazy energy on Monday though. Like even mm-hmm. in, even Monday's starting cool. in the lot because you don't know who's coming in, so you you already have that like, so, I don't know what's gonna happen, and then mm-hmm. in the the energy and with all the people who get up, you know, it's like a big moment for the for that open mic. So you've got like that cool energy, and then yeah. Th- the order again it's not set so that's uh, where it kind of sucks being passed too because when friends and family yeah. goes up it's the meat of the uh, it's the it's best bone. audience it's just yeah. bone and then no dude last time i was on public i followed somebody who was wearing crocs on stage sandy danto no no it was it was one of those guys that doesn't come in ever except for mondays mm. and then signs uh-huh. up sure I don't know who, but yeah. I don't even know his name either, but you'd recognize him. He's an old TV writer trying to get back into stand-up. Sounds cool. But I love, I, Mondays are probably my favorite because, yeah, the audience is seeing 40, 50 comedians. You have to be really mm-hmm. unique. Yeah. You have to stand out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying not to correct the unique thing, but... What? Uh, you don't think you, you have to be unique? Real, you can't say really unique. You, know I mean? you have to be unique to be yeah, remembered amongst 50 right. people. I'm so it just wasn't, couldn't get out of my brain. Cooper's kind of in a meditative state. Cooper, you've been crushing it today. I appreciate you being on. I, I appreciate I, you all being on. I think I've been um, Let's see. Uh, shout out to Amy, a server slash bartender who's always watching and listening. Van Corona taking good pictures Yay. and watching and listening. Uh, Tony in the booth. And uh, the Up Next Showcase on. Twitter and Instagram, I think. I hope it's that Definitely one. Definitely Instagram. Definitely Instagram. Uh, where can people find Jetski online? Jetski Johnson. At, at everywhere. Everywhere. Okay, great. And Cooper Leiden has podcasts and everything. At Leiden Cooper on Twitter. At Cooper Leiden on Instagram. I got a podcast, Sissy Boys, C I S S Y Boys, with Matt Legrand and Dan Donahue. Micro influencers on the podcast. <laughs> Think about that. We got a podcast, Sissy Boys Pod. You can look it up. It's gay. Yes, great. <laughs> Not even pan. Lucas, uh, it's just my name, Lucas Hurl, girl with an H. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I am online all the time. So whatever. Uh, I'm sorry if I missed you this week, but you know it's it's been a weird, it's been a wild time. And uh, <laughs> thanks for understanding. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 